0: Hey guys, it's Christina. We are Vox and Guest, and I am so excited today because we are here with Narok. We have Vile and Brayden. I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves, but uh, I, I have to say I am supremely honored because this is the first time that I've ever interviewed an intergalactic overlord, so I'm feeling kind of kind of jazz today, um, simply just for the opportunity to do that. So um, do you guys want to just quickly introduce yourselves with a little more detail about what you do in the band?
1: I'm Vile. Um, I'm the vocalist, arrangement, person. Um,
2: uh, I'm Braden. I'm, I'm here. No, I'm here. <laughs> I, play guitar, I play guitar for Um This is mainly Jesse's project. You know, I'm just... Happy to be along with it, and happy to kind of to 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 be a help in it. You know, it's 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 cool shit.
0: Very cool. Am I seeing an STP t-shirt? Is that what I'm seeing on you, Braden?
2: Absolutely. Excellent.
0: Absolutely. Okay, we're we're already good then. Oh God, I <laughs> noticed that. I'm so glad you you pointed that. out. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You can't see my t-shirt, but it is it is pretty much representative. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's me in a nutshell, hundred percent. So it's oh, right. music and my squirrel brain. So. So I um, I start off every interview, and I I always apologize to people because I know everybody asks this question or whatever. But I'm I'm going to get it out of the way, and then we'll get to the more interesting stuff. So okay, Vile, as an intergalactic overlord, would you say your biggest life challenge at this point is currency exchange or parking your spacecraft?
1: Definitely standard question. Parking hell to find parking these days, especially with the prices of tickets going up. I have Mm -hmm. done my damnedest to get that price to go down, but no, they won't do it.
0: No. So the currency exchange is only an issue really in the paying for the parking. That's it. Yeah. I was sort of wondering if you had like an actual intergalactic hub for the spacecraft or whatever. I mean, again, I know everybody asks this question. It's so basic, but uh, I had to get it out of the way. So. (laughs) <laughs> Those questions are always my litmus test for how much fun we're going to have during this interview and based on that we're going to have a really good time today. So, um Oh yeah. I I have to tell you and I I feel like I say this with every interview but thankfully it's been true. I am such a fan. I am such a fa- I really Thank am. You. I'm such a fan. Like I like I'm getting like I'm such a dork. But you can see like I'm getting teary already. <laughs> like I put on Requiem and I just sat there with my eyes closed. And I listened and, you know, first I'm hearing just sort of symphonic, very quiet, you know, it's sort of building and then the piano comes in, you know, and then I'm like, okay, I didn't know what to expect, but okay, I'm here. And then these beautiful vocals and the whole thing just took me for such a fucking ride. And I was like, so I got through that. I listened back again. I had already listened to motor. We'll get to all of this in, in a bit. And then I got to the hunt and I'm like, next. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, that's it. There can't be. There has to be more. So I know more is coming, and again, we're gonna talk about that too. But I am, I am a fan. So you're gonna, I'm gonna be fangirling out just a little bit today. I hope you don't mind that. But I had yeah. to, I had to come out on that upfront. But uh, why don't you guys tell me a little bit about both how you each got into music in the first place, and then how you connected with each other and formed Narak.
1: Well, would you like to start? Mine might take
2: a minute. Uh, well. <laughs> um i was a dirty kid with like no hobbies as a kid and i mean i i i got into a couple of things growing up but i never really found something that really stuck and Mm -hmm. my dad he um back in the 80s he played in a couple in a a band and he he you know music was his big thing and you know he i didn't have a lot of money growing up and but what i did have is a guitar in the house and so i picked that up and started messing around and that's all you need (laughs) and then he started showing me more bands and more stuff that that really kind of piqued my interest, and in, and in really, kind of, you know, I, I I saw these guitar players, and you know, what they were doing on guitar was just so, kind of, foreign to me. It was so kind of futuristic and different, and I really, really oh. kind of wanted to push myself to be as good of a guitar player as I could. So I started really getting into it, and I I used to yeah. used to race dirt bikes, and I used to to play. Uh, football in high school and I kind of dropped a lot of it so I could play guitar and I uh, focused
0: yeah okay
2: been uh, uh, a while wow. so
0: you that. yeah you found your calling then once that guitar started oh yeah oh, that's all and I know you said you sing a bit too
2: yeah I uh I picked up singing about I um I was a bit of a late bloomer in terms of getting my driver's license but I got it about two years ago and I started uh just started singing while I was driving around and I actually thought that I thought that i sounded pretty good and so i started like actually trying to be a good singer and started recording myself while i'm singing and and, and actually like take notes on it, listen back to it, and-, and, and Look at you. It. So, okay,
0: yeah. all right. We, we have a self-taught student here, I love that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, everybody thinks they sound good in the shower and then the car, and then, but now apparently you also actually do sound good because I don't think Vile would be working with you if you didn't, because Vile certainly doesn't need any vocal help. So, all right, Vile, my love, give yeah, us, right, give, us give us the tea, because I know you said it was gonna take a minute and I am here for
1: it, so roll me the I come from a musical family. Okay. Of aliens. Yes. No, <laughs> um,
0: no. Um, Wait, I missed that, a musical family of what?
1: Aliens.
0: Aliens, um, okay. For a second I thought you said assholes and I was like, wow, that's harsh, but okay. Aliens is much, much better. <laughs> Our internet's a little well, bit sketchy today, so. <laughs> well, yeah, we can, we, can, we, can, we can go over that later if that's a fact. Okay, musical <laughs> alien family. This is, I would expect nothing less from an intergalactic overlord such as yourself. And?
1: Absolutely. Um, My musical background goes back to when I was, uh, God, really young. Um, I've been in choir pretty much my entire life.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I've picked up piano. I self-taught on the piano, keyboard, Mm -hmm. organ, what have you. Um, I taught myself how to play guitar. I'm not good at it like you. nowhere close.
2: That works um, out well then. <laughs> I, <laughs> there's the one thing I could, got in this band that I can do. That's why I'm... There
0: you go. Just don't ever <laughs> let him learn it because then that's it. You know, like that, you know, That's um, that's Then you're done.
2: But like
1: I've... Oh God. I played violin. Eh, um, guitar. Eh. <laughs> um, just you know, <laughs> a little bit of musical theory, but my big passion is vocals. I'm a classically trained tenor. Um, I don't do dirty vocals yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But my background in music has been incredibly extensive. Um, I've won awards for it. It's my passion, my pride and joy, my dream. Um, My biggest influence is, I don't know, if you can look around my room, um, would definitely be Evanescence. I was just <laughs> to
0: say, I, I see, I see the lovely Amy Lee behind you, but I can only see the whatever's. I guess it's maybe it's your songbook on your on your uh, keyboard there. But there's there's more of Amy. I guess. Oh wait, yeah, okay. Above that, I see the bottom of an Evanescence poster. Okay, so you are you are yeah, an Evanescence uh, super fan. Okay.
1: Oh, so, then that's a vinyl that I just got recently. Um, oh. I've got so many shirts, huge fan, but I don't what's a good word for this? I don't just try to sound or imitate or mimic or anything. I just, that's what, yeah. That was my inspiration to get Mm -hmm. back into music. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it is an influence. There's no lying there. (laughs) It is definitely an influence, but music is absolutely my passion. It's my soul. It's my driving Mm -hmm. force. It's it makes me happy
0: and it makes you, you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I can see. No. And I mean, look it. it. Um, I don't get, like, I wasn't listening and thinking, oh, okay. They're totally biting Evanescence or Amy. Like it wasn't, I I know what you mean. There there's, there's a difference between being derivative of somebody and oh, yeah. being inspired by somebody. And you, I don't think you are derivative of anybody and i'm getting the sense that's not just musically i'm getting the sense just as a person while you're 100 you which i love so much because anybody who's authentic in their own skin is already like in my favorite people category so um but i i really um i i have and i would be remiss if i did not acknowledge and bow down to the look the look is fabulous it is i am impressed with the skills. I can't even imagine (laughs) how hard it is to get all of that perfectly even and lined and whatever. So I am- um,
2: 30 minutes. can't even draw on
0: paper. paper. I I can barely get a comb through my hair, which I don't even usually do in 30 That's 30 minutes and you're in and out like that. 30
1: minutes. About 30 minutes and it's a huge regret because my hair is stuck to my face like, here, here. I think my eye is covered with a piece of hair that I just can't get out. So, I don't know. There will be a mask in the future. Okay. There will, <laughs> that be, a will mask- be
0: That will be less hair intensive, I think. Okay, okay. Yes. But, I mean, so, so the intergalactic overlord persona, I know coming from a family of aliens, you really had no choice, but talk to me a little bit about, you know, narok the name, the vision, the look, the whole aesthetic, like what, where did that come from? Ooh. Yeah. And how has it evolved? And I get the sense it's still evolving. So
1: it is still evolving. Um, so for, a I started this project back in 2019 with a couple of friends back in Florida. Um, and we went under the name Eterna. And yes. so we went by that, nothing really, not much got done except for a few things here and there. That's okay. actually where Requiem was born. Well, at least most of it. Okay. Um, and it was brought to my attention by my guitarist at the time that there were about, like, 23 other bands with the exact same name.
0: Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I The same be... A-E spelling and everything? Like, it was, like, no, the same?
1: Um, under Eterna, like, A-E-T-E-R-N-A. Yeah. We weren't even to rock yet. Um, no, no,
0: I know. But I'm saying, so it wasn't even, like, E-T-E-R. Like, there were people who were actually using the A-E and everything already. So you guys had to... That's, like, astounding to me. Because, like, like, I would have okay, fine, without the A maybe, but I was like, oh, maybe the A would save you, but no, no, you had to change.
1: Yeah, I went through, oh God, it took me about six to seven months to find a name that wasn't taken. And eventually I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna fuck with this. I am just going to (laughs) screw a word up so bad, it could not possibly be taken. Right. So Narok it
0: doesn't even exist.
1: <laughs> I love it. Narok is a shorter form of Ragnarok. Okay.
0: And All right. So we got a little nerdy reference in there. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, um,
1: so I shorted down to Narok, and that was taken. And then <laughs> I made the little apostrophe on the R that was taken, but no one had Narok with an A-E, the ash symbol. <laughs> No one. (laughs) And when I tell you, when I found that out, I copyrighted. I was going to say, I hope you copyrighted (laughs) the hell out of it because
0: you never, ever want to have to go through that ever, ever again. No. Oh, wait. You just told me that you're taking the little accent off the R. So how are you
1: now moving into? There isn't a, the ash symbol doesn't exist with someone just with Narok okay now the apostrophe so that works um and the reason for taking the apostrophe off is it's much easier to type in the aes the ash symbol mm-hmm. and for some reason that little apostrophe above that damn R has been causing problems so
0: oh really
1: like what thinking. kind of problems um when I'm designing um, artwork or Shirts. Shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, I have
0: to get one of those. I absolutely do. I'm just like dude, I need to, I need to save up money. I gotta get a shirt. Yeah, yeah. Have to. Have to rep N- N- rock I have to. Before the name changes, and then it'll be a collector's item and I can sell it on eBay for a bajillion dollars well, or something.
1: Especially, especially the Requiem shirt, because the Requiem shirt has um, a flaw <laughs> where Ooh. a line goes through the R and since it's already go- gone through production, it's already going through all sorts of things. We have about three designs, three. Why is my camera so weird?
0: Does it keep freezing for you?
1: No, I'm backwards.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Mine just keeps reloading. So we're we're, uh, we're having all sorts of tech problems, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll yeah. get there.
1: Um, the first few shirts of Requiem are gonna have an art flaw. So hey, we're gonna
0: call it a feature, Vile. We're gonna call that's it a feature. It was adjective. totally intentional. He's just, uh, <laughs> you know, that that's it. They're, they're lying about this now, and uh, they just don't want people to realize how awesome they are. That they thought that the line through the R would be a great design choice and a feature. We're gonna just talk about it like that. It's yeah, not, yeah. It's not a bug. It's a feature. <laughs> okay. So so, so the yeah. name the name was born of necessity, to say the least. And then oh, okay. did did the did the look, and now Braden, when you guys are are doing your thing, are you gonna be, you know, are you gonna have your own look? Are you gonna just sort of keep it chill?
2: I know, to rock your STP. You know, it STP? <laughs> you know what? It's gonna be kind of an in, in between. You know, definitely I'll you know, I won't just walk on and like this because obviously there's a huge contrast and you know <laughs> no.
0: I kinda love it actually. I kind of do. Yeah. It it actually you guys you guys are like the embodiment of my Spotify playlists at this point. Like, you know? Because it's like, you know, I'm this cover band chick and I've got like all this like, you know, pop, rock, whatever. And then I've got, you know, so it works out perfectly because it's like, okay, so we've got Narok and then we've got Stone Temple Pilots. And yeah, so I think maybe you guys yeah. should just make yourselves a meme, just like this this, you know, just meme it out <laughs> and be like your brain on the rock and then your brain on Braden, you know, <laughs> like something like that. I think I, yeah. I see possibilities here. We got marketing discussions to have later okay. off, uh, off camera, but, uh, but yeah. So, okay. So you're going to, you're going to find your niche somewhere in the middle between where you are right now and where Vile is right now.
2: Yeah. Cause I want to, I want to I wanna at least like kind of contribute look wise a little bit, but Also, I want to be comfortable on stage and, you know,
1: this (laughs) will melt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know you're, you're going to look, it's going to look like the end of Carrie by the time
3: you're done. (laughs)
0: that actually might work though that really might work you know just you know decide at the very end of your show that you're like i've melted humans i'm leaving and then just build something into the floor that you can just puddle into i i'm telling you i would love it yeah we gotta we gotta i mean it's funny i i one of the notes that i made when i was listening through to, to the songs was i was like i have to ask about broadway and theater influences because there's nothing super Broadway in there. Obviously there's nothing super theater in there, but there's a, and I mean it in the best way, there's a drama and there's a gravitas to what you're doing. That made me wonder like, are you, you know, and and just in general influences for both of you guys. Cause I know Braden, you were mentioning that, you know, you, you heard some music, um, you know, when you were first picking up guitar, that really kind of, you know, blew your mind a little bit. So, um, is there any kind of, you know, are, are either of you theater kids in any way? And if not, like, what are the influences? What, what, what kind of turns you guys on musically besides yourselves? <laughs> Pardon the
1: expression.
3: <laughs>
1: um, well, not really. Like in high school, I wasn't really, I, I wasn't a theater kid per se, mm-hmm. but my choir, We did a lot of, like, Broadway things and stuff like that. Gotcha. I was in Music Man. uh, Oh, God. Grease, which was (gasps) super fun. Who were
0: you in Grease? Yes. Who did you play? Who did you play?
1: I didn't want any of the main characters. I wanted... They're not as fun. Exactly. So... I wanted, I got to see sing uh, Grease is the Word at the very beginning, which was just meh. But okay. it's when I played Johnny What's-His-Face during the dance. Oh, I the had, big, yeah. I had a gold lame jacket with a gold tie, my hair all done up at that time. Oh, yeah. My hair was just as long back then. Oh, and yeah. I had a crappy guitar that I think was mine. Yes. Okay. (laughs) And I was doing ridiculous things. My mom was there and it was, it stole the show. It absolutely stole the show because I was so just in a certain creative zone where I just felt like, you know what? my character is going to steal this whole thing because I don't like the lead person that's doing this whole show. Oh, no. <laughs> so this is Revenge my. Revenge
0: acting. I love it. Revenge acting is the best. Let's just completely overshadow the leads with this one part. And just, everyone's going to walk out going, man, Johnny, what's his face really stole the yeah. show. <laughs> I love it. So, I love the passive aggressive motivation
3: of the
1: oh actor. My God. Yeah. <laughs> um, So those were the few things that I did personally, but the musical Broadway, there's only two that really embody me. Repo the Genetic Opera, which I suggest you watch.
0: Okay, never even heard of it, but okay.
1: And The Phantom of the Opera.
0: Okay, that one I may be more anticipated as, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. well, that's kind of more, what i was you know i could see i could see requiem being played at like some key moment of a show you know as like the moment you know yeah. the thing the the build up the the, the peak of the whole thing and the climax. And, and so I was kind of like, all right, you know, cause you clearly you guys have, and we have to get back to you by the way, the how the two of you met um, and, and hooked up in, in terms of music. But I just, so since it's not Broadway and I will try my best despite my <laughs> ADHD here um, to keep the threads that I'm laying down and then completely tangling. But so, so if not so much Broadway, what, what would you say your major music influences are vile? And then we'll we'll go back over
1: to. Mm-hmm. Definitely classical music, probably black metal. Okay. Um, a lot of '90s. 90...
0: <laughs> oh <God>. sure, <laughs> why not? Why not? That completely. <laughs>
1: everything... Well, there's like
0: a, there's an electronic vibe in there too. So okay.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. Everything night. Oh God. Everything. Everything. I mean, earlier I was listening to Jewel and Sarah McLachlan.
0: Okay. Trailer Swift and Sarah McLachlan. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I actually really like Jewel. I just, uh, I'm deceased. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We've <laughs> lost Brayden. Brayden's gone. Yeah. I I, I actually, uh, I did throw a, a Jewel song into the song selection mix for our last set list. And I was like, I could just but I couldn't bring myself to do it but yeah she's got that yodel that I absolutely actually love the yodel to her voice I that just um, that gives me life so okay so okay? everything <laughs> Braden's just gone all I can see is some format there like a part of a back or an arm or a- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know he's gone.
2: I'm that sorry. You're gonna have to
0: find a new guitarist now, Vile. <laughs>
2: we've, we've done you. in
0: Braden. So okay. So 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 Vile, you're everything. You you're everything, and you're inspired by everything. What about you, Braden? I especially want to hear about like what were these songs that you heard as a youngin that really kind of turned your brain on with guitar, and what are you into now besides well, Stone Temple Pilots?
2: <laughs> I um uh, when I was like in middle school, I was a really big AC/DC fan and. Like I said, that was about the time that I started playing guitar and my dad, he started showing me some, uh, I remember watching, he was, one morning, like when I was a really little kid, he would, he was sitting on his computer and he was watching this guy play guitar and he had a extremely shiny bald head and these weird ass sunglasses on. I was like, who's that? He goes, this is Joe Satriani. This is the best guitarist in the world. Okay. Joe Satriani, he's a really good guitar player. Probably not the best. Oh yeah. He's the best guitarist player in the world. <laughs> but, uh, I you, There you go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, he's like, definitely up there. I th- I'm sure he's yeah. on lists. Plenty of lists. So, oh. okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah he started, um, he had, he had the surfing with the alien CD. And I remember a few road trips when I was a kid and he'd pop that thing in. And from the very first a second of the, of the first song to the very last second of the last song, it is a journey. And I was like, what the hell is this? What is this? And he's like, Oh, that's the Joseph. Guy you got I was like, what the fuck is he doing? I, can't, I don't even know what the fuck he's doing. I can't even like visualize in my mind what he's doing. And, but when I, when I started playing guitar, I, I think it was, uh, Metallica's inner Sandman. And I, heard that for the first time and i was like i gotta fucking play guitar now I gotta
0: okay guitar
2: now. yeah okay so, yeah so i pulled my dad's old guitar out of the closet and dusted it off blew it all off and everything pulled it out <laughs> and I'm like, well all right and i uh fucking i you know i figured it out and i um it was from that moment on i was like you know i can do this i like this is like i can actually That's do so this cool. and so i started learning more songs and Metallica was pretty much the the first big kind of influence I had in terms of guitar playing, you know, I was okay. I, I pretty much learned how to play every single song off their first four albums, you know, in like a two year span of playing guitar. And because I just, I loved it. And plus, pretty much all their songs are essentially the same, you know, when you break it off. So <laughs> you, you can you can play you know, when you can play one, you can play all. Essentially. <laughs> so did,
0: did you get the solo to one down?
2: That was one of the first ones I got down. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's impressive. That's impressive because even people that don't like Metallica and I know there are plenty of them, they they will generally bow down to that one that is uh that's a bit of a monster. So, okay, so I mean and it, I what I find kind of interesting is that your your first mind-blowing experience around music was related a bit to aliens. Little bit of foreshadowing there. We did, you know. I mean, you know, there we Wait, go. What?
2: So, well, cuz you a said with alien Oh, yeah. Joe Satriani is, they call him the alien guitarist because of the shit he does on guitar. He's like, because
3: he's just, he's, just, I don't know just, this. this.
2: Yeah, dude, you gotta, you gotta search some some Joe Satriani, man. That's something you gotta search up. I'll Fine. Watch, I'll watch that musical <laughs> if you listen to Joe Satriani. He's
0: like, I'll listen to it, but not happily. So, so, okay. So how did you two guys connect and end up, you know, deciding to be a band? I, I um. So you have a very, a very pointy finger going on there, Brayden. You got to make this story happen now.
2: <laughs> well, I um, there was a point in time where I uh, so there's this app, and I'm sure you've heard of it. It's called Bandmix, and
0: oh yeah, I've heard, I've heard, <laughs> I'm, I'm well it. familiar. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I remember like five six years ago, I saw it, like an ad on YouTube for it, and I was like, oh, huh, fuck it, why not? And so I I got onto it, and immediately what I noticed is that there are very two different types of people on there. There's people who want to do it but don't have any type of real way of connecting to each other yeah and then there's yep. people who put their contact information in and yep. i pretty much at, at, at about i want to say how long has it been about two months ago about a month two months uh ago. about a month and a half let's call it a month and a half just two months, two months. I'd say, say two months yeah okay so about two months ago 43
0: days it was 47 days and six minutes <laughs> okay so about two minutes. months ago okay
2: Thirty-one seconds. <laughs> No, <laughs> thirty minutes. <laughs> but um, and, you know, I got to a certain point. You know, you know, like going going back a little bit to the influence stuff. You know, I, I Joe Satriani kind of started me kind of finding other guitar players like um, um, Greg Howe and, and and Guthrie Govin and and kind of these other kind of fusion players. And so it kind of got more into into being able to kind of play kind of whatever. And uh, there was another guitarist. His name is. Uh, Gary Hulley, and his first album he had um, he assembled this band from like, it was essentially a super group from the members that he had with it, and he put out this album and like every single song um, was like a different musical influence. There was uh,
0: jazz,
2: there was blues, there was um, uh, country even, you know, influences in there, and you know, it's like every single song was like a different verse into a different kind of musical genre. very
0: cool. Okay.
2: I kind of kind of took that concept and kind of ran with it it's like well what what kind of backing tracks can i play up against and, you know not just kind of do like my same shreddy licks on it but actually kind of try and incorporate it into my my, my playing and kind of
0: yeah
2: at a certain point and so um i remember i was watching this video of this guy i forgot his name but he um somebody asked him what kind of music he plays and he says anything you're paying on playing and that's essentially kind of what I went around saying for a while. Okay. Like, you, you and away. so
0: you 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 sort of got to Bandmix with that mindset of like whatever the hell I find if it's somebody who actually has contact information and yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. interested. So did you find Vile on Bandmix? Is this what I'm hearing? Is this the love yeah. connection? I, yeah. uh, okay, I'm impressed because we we, we, we have see. a couple members from Bandmix too, so no shame in that game. But it's it's not easy to find great people at no. all.
2: Oh so. my god, so, dude, I. I, I went through and pretty much I, I kind of stopped looking at the, the like the contents of the description of the band and pretty much looked for if there was a phone number right. and I would go <laughs> down. I thank the you. Number, <laughs> <laughs> and
0: like pretty much for. While like, like, your 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 biggest draw was your phone number.
1: <laughs> I know. I thought it would be the music. Well, you know, well, I'm, I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna save Braden here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save Braden's ass from the toast a little bit. That once he knew he could reach people, then he was deeply discerning about yeah. within the group of phone-numbered individuals who was the most incredible. Right, Braden, yeah. help me yeah. out here.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was, I wanted, you know, try and kind of get my reach out there a little bit in terms of of who I play with, but you know, eventually when I find enough people that I've been able to play with, kind of circle it down to kind of the the, the, the main few. And mm-hmm. uh, I haven't met that many people yet. So I'm sticking with him until-,
0: until I've got a tape
2: on my fingers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds like an Alanis Morissette song, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and another one is flashing a peace sign. Um, but okay, so so we we've got, <laughs> Braden, honey, I gotta tell you, you're gonna you're gonna need to build up your um your story to the point where it, 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 it doesn't sound so much like you hooked up with vile by default, because I know you did no. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, if I'm vile, I'm going motherfucker. <laughs> you found my phone number and you haven't met that many people, so here we are. But I know that's not what's going on because you yeah. had to be so happy to hear this voice. On yeah. bandmix, looking for people because oh my god, bandmix is usually like, you know, the the bar at three a.m. when the lights come on, you just really don't know what you're going to end up with at the end of it. So how? So you you reached out, and and the idea was kind of what Vile to to sort of expand into other instrumentation because I know, um, you know, you you are you're a pretty self sufficient machine there, but what made you decide to bring in somebody else?
1: Well, um, we moved when my husband and I moved from Florida to here. I was still trying to get music made. um, And my old guitarist, he got struck down with a lot of health problems and things like that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to find people here. (laughs) Good idea. It's it's not easy here in Colorado. I thought it would be. But a lot of people here I've noticed are, what's the word, hipsters. And they're okay. not really feeling that kind of music that I'm trying to put out or convey. And you can't and, just uh,
0: sort of throw a fedora on what you're doing right now and make a go of it. So, then, yeah, okay.
2: Bun. Ladies, no. <laughs> do you have a band bun? No, you don't. Thank goodness. No. Used to. Not <laughs> my, hair. my hair's not long enough for it yet.
0: <laughs> no. okay, Maybe okay. little man piggies, but yeah, that's about the best. So, okay. So you did not find Colorado replete with like-minded musicians. That's
1: for sure. Maybe they're out there, but so far, no, not yet. Okay. And okay. Uh, luckily this fucker apparently messaged me. Just that's it. <laughs> and there you and go. Worked
2: out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it works. We need band members.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, so, so just to sort of frame this, because, and, and anybody who's watching who has not already listened to Narok, what are you doing? Like, go and listen, go on Spotify, go listen. And, and, you know, but, but you've got there, you know, I, the three songs that I heard, at least, I don't know if there's stuff elsewhere that, um that you've released that I missed. And if there is, you got to tell me where it is so I can get my fix. But you are working on, obviously you mentioned, am I allowed to say you're working on an album? You're well, not, I've already said it. So kind of too bad, but we can edit it out. Airing? <laughs> I'm sorry. When is this airing? Um, probably um, within the next couple of
1: weeks. Okay. So state of decay will already have been out, okay. but we are working on an album. And Fantastic! It I'm is so excited for like this. it's going to be coming out next year. He and I are involved in another project. I don't know if you heard about just ask anger overdose. You're um, in the
0: super group, aren't you? Yeah,
1: I put it yes. together. And yes, just,
0: this, um, this is called, don't tell me. Oh man, um, Jamstake was talking about it too. Zealots, I think.
1: Yeah, it works. Um, so
0: can I ask you, will you only be involved in projects that have the ash symbol in there? <laughs> like you've got everything that you've been in has an AE together. Did you even realize that about yourself, that you're that consistent internally? That's No, gonna be I guess it's EA. It's EA, now. isn't it? Yeah, it's an EA. No, right. I guess I'm wrong. Yeah, so we'll have to spell it. But okay. So think, yeah, yeah, every so, album
1: is going to have to have it now.
0: Yeah. It's PR thing. You just, just throw it in, even when it doesn't make sense, you know, like name an album, like my great day, but the great is like the AE and it's backwards or something. I don't know, but um, so, okay. So we've got the super group going on and then you've got this album going on. So where are you in the process with the album? Do you have songs, you know, and I want to, I want to get to a little bit too of, of your process, you know, like when you're from the idea to the finished product, but where, where I know it's saying next year, Where are you, have you started? Have you laid down anything? You still writing, what's going on?
1: Well, it's already started. Um, The Hunt is probably gonna be featured on the album. Requiem is actually originally intended for the album. Um, The album itself is called Into the Abyss. This is a project I've been working on for quite some time. It is a very, very, very personal album kind of i think they would some people would say like a theatrical album like the whole album itself tells a story
0: okay um
1: it is related to ptsd childhood abuse Mm. all sorts of stuff i mean if you know if you want reference just listen to requiem
0: well absolutely i mean that that's because i mean one of the things that i was noticing even with the mutter cover that you and death pigeon did the rammstein cover you know the, the the songs that are that I know of yours, Requiem and and the Motor cover and the Hunt, thematically they're clearly connected. You know, I mean, and I understand that you didn't write Motor, but you know, there's that's not what I would call a lighthearted romp lyrically. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, it's that's uh, you know, considering the inspiration for that, you know, the difficult family relationships, mothers that all that stuff, you know. It, i'm I'm really interested to hear that, you know, what you know, where you're because I, clearly your music is saying something and it's saying something important. So talk yes. to me more about that about this kind it sounds like kind of a concept album, what you're doing into the abyss. Yeah, you know
1: that's what I meant to say, not theatrical concept album. okay. okay. okay so Muzer came out of the ball field. Um, that honestly, it has nothing to do with it. My mom is my best friend. She's in my living room.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mom. Oh, no, I didn't mean to imply that you had bad relationship, but I'm saying like there, there's, well, like, I mean, I meant, I meant more like it's, that's, like, that's got a lot going on lyrically too. And it's talking about trauma and things like that. So that, that's yeah. where it sort of fit with for me together. Well,
1: after I recorded Requiem, and I've had lyrics for Requiem for about 12 years now. Requiem is old. I wrote that in high school. Wow. Um, It just, it never got finished and it needed time to finish. Okay. Um, So I was, when I was, when I was done recording Requiem, I thought like there's a lyric in there about, you know, hearing my mom's, the haunting screams my mom would make and i'm like oh god i hope people don't mistake that as my mom screaming at me no (laughs) oh no no it didn't no
0: yeah to me at least it didn't read that way so
1: (laughs) no um requiem is one that we will most likely never play live um i had to i had to record it between around 50 to 60 takes Wow, which is not usual hit. for me because it's okay. an incredibly emotional song. Emotional, Yeah, but absolutely. Requiem is going to be the song that ends on our future album. It's what ties everything together. Um, State of Decay, which is one that we're coming out with by the time this releases, so it will already be out. Um, okay. Now, lyrically, State of Decay is very different. Okay. It is tackling... Issues with big religion. Okay. Um, people like Joel Osteen. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, so you have a whole message going in, and it's very specific rather than more general, personal kind of. Yeah. You know, okay. Gotcha. So okay.
1: Our future album, um, Into the Abyss, it's going from my childhood, which begins with Abruptum, which. We will release soon at some point. Um, But then it just starts going down to uh, my teenage years, how I dealt with PTSD, how I dealt with episodes, um, depression, Mm -hmm. anger, the morose side of all of this. Mm -hmm. And then it begins with Requiem, which Requiem, the beginning of it is very... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> How would you describe the lyrics? Yeah, personal. They are
0: it, it it's I I would say I mean the the words that came to my mind listening to it were intense, deeply personal. Um not accusatory, but um yeah, it's you yeah. and it. I think it's a good thing that your music and your lyrics kind of defy easy description. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's there's, you know, there's a story right from the beginning, and you're in it, and you're grabbed by it. So and I, I hope at some point, you'll also put out I don't think you have already, or at least I don't know about it, a lyric video um, for that, too. But, um, but it, Okay. So that, that's, so you, you start, it's really kind of a, a chronological concept album then yes. too, in that way. Okay. So Requiem yeah. brings us to, cause you said you wrote that in high school, I guess. Yeah. High school and about pre high school. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then you're.
1: Yeah. I could never finish the second half of the song. I had the piano, I had the first half and I could never finish the second half and my husband brought it to my attention one day. Well, maybe it needed time to grow. Maybe it needed your current perspective. Mm-hmm. And wham bam, thank you, ma'am. There it is. <laughs> uh, and I oh
0: well, you maybe also needed some distance too, you know, because it it, it almost to me sounds a little bit like you know, an older version of yourself talking to a younger version of yourself. And that makes sense to me now because you're, it, it did kind of, even musically, not even necessarily lyrically, you know, that there's a growth within the song, I think. And that, that makes a lot yeah. of sense now, based on what you're saying that, you know, you you kind of, the song is a little bit meta, right? Like your album is about going from childhood to now and in yeah. a way, the song even does that within itself, which is remarkable, um, you know, and, and then the, the change in the tenor and the tone of it from the beginning to the end and the strength that kind of grows. Um, I think th- I just thought that was so beautiful. I mean, I, I that's why I asked you, like, can we please pl- can we please play it on the show? Because, uh, you know, I, I want to make sure that everybody hears it. So 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 now you've got Requiem done. And then okay. how, what, com- is this going to be an LP? Is it going to be an EP? How many songs are you not sure yet? How many songs you going to be after? It's
1: going to be, okay. We have the intro abrupt him.
0: We're getting a, a surprise sneak peek on the track list. <laughs> I'm excited here. Oh, he's not going to say it. All right, fine.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there's, I'm planning anywhere between 10 to 12 songs. Okay. Um, and how we're going to do it is we're going to release some of them as singles beforehand um, as we finish them. And then there's going to be a slew of others that are going to be included into it. OK, um, that won't
0: have been released already. OK.
1: Exactly. So at least we have something to look forward to. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you know, I, I thought I never put those, that blah, blah, blah. That together.
0: You were not that Um, far off from saying it the first time. (laughs) I knew where you were uh, going. I was on that vocabulary journey with you. (laughs)
1: I'm
0: telling you, Um, I wore the right shirt today. Never put what together.
1: What? Oh (laughs) wait. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm Christina. We're on Voxing guest. Um, we have with us today Narok, um, who apparently doesn't know it, but yeah, we're okay. Here. Good now, morning, uh, sunshine. We're back. When you when said you I never there. put that together, and then you said, and then I said you never put what together, and you said what? So I think we're caught <laughs> up now. <laughs> so what? What you had not put together was
1: okay. So when you said that, you know, the album itself is telling a story from this point, this point. Mm-hmm. Requiem does the same thing. And I'm like, Oh damn, it does. I didn't think about that.
0: Yeah. It w- huh. Well, but that's the best kind of art, right? Where it's so honest that it can reflect everything about you without you even having to consciously do that, you know? And, and I think yeah. that, that, that really, um, you know, that, that <sighs> I hate to use the word journey. Cause it's so, cheesy and played out or whatever, but really that, that path that you took musically, um, you know, and, and in that way, I'm going to, I'm going to call back your girl. It, it has a, a, a sense to me of almost like call me when you're sober, you know, where the whole, yeah. li- all the way through, she's going, you know, d- don't, you know, don't lie to me, you know, like, you know, if you want me, come find me, make up your mind, make up your mind. And at the very end, no, you know what I've made up your mind for you. And, and yeah. it, it gives the song, you know, she finally has the balls that the music has through the whole thing, right? And so I I kind of in a a much more um, beautiful way, um, you know, that's to me, that was kind of what Requiem did and why I think I found it so really moving, you know, and really touching. And and, I mean, just musically, it's gorgeous. And then there's so many layers, and there's just so much going on and so much texture. But, you know, I love when a song can reflect the, the way that an album that it's on progresses. And I love when the complexity of the music supports the complexity of the lyrics and vice versa. And it just, it's such a perfect song in all those ways for me. And, and um, so the fact that that's not even your big, big moment on the album, I'm like, holy shit, I'm so excited for, for what's coming because then, there, then you've got all this life after high school that you've got to fill us in, not that much because you're clearly a, a young and and budding rose but I mean like you know <laughs> you, you've got you've got a, at least a year or two out of high school that you can tell us about you know but so so where where I guess you, are you still in the process of writing the rest of the album or is it kind of all fleshed out or
2: there a lot of it is fleshed out um, there's a lot of parts that I kind of need to fill in because when i joined this was a pretty much solid his project and he said, this is what i have you know what can you add to this and uh you know i've been been working on it um quite extensively um i've been trying to figure out something that works really well for state of decay and something that can really kind of amplify like you said like this kind of big kind of thing kind of yeah it's like i want to make sure that i'm doing Not just, you know, the the music justice, but doing the story justice
0: and well and and that's to me, that's an interesting question for you, Braden. And I hope you find it interesting as well. Um, in my head it sounds good. But so to step into such a deeply personal project like that, you know, where this is really, you know, kind of a a map through someone's psyche, which is not a small thing to step into. Um (laughs) <laughs> how, how are you finding it as somebody coming in from the outs? Cause I don't really, did you guys only connect a couple of months ago? Is that what I, what I was understand about the whole end of the band mix story? Okay. So this is still really new. How are you finding your place within something so personal and so specific and so driven by one person?
2: Well, I'm, I, uh, well, First off, I want to say that, you know, the experiences that he has had throughout his life and the experiences that I've had throughout my life are very different. You know, a lot of the, mm-hmm. the issues and the problems that he's had to face throughout his life were things that I've just never really had to deal with, you know? Mm-hmm. And so on, on 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 that one hand, it is kind of... I, uh what's the nicest way to say this uh in, intriguing like interesting to kind of kind of okay. look and it's this.
0: a challenge i would imagine if it's something so foreign to you
2: Well, you know well uh, like i was saying you know I, I've, I've kind of grown to be pretty at least I, I like to think i am pretty proficient in in in, in kind of what i'm able to do mm-hmm. uh, proficient but. you are freaking amazing
0: <laughs> there we have it. And that okay. my friend is how you give a compliment. There you go. <laughs> that's the that's the sauce. That's right there, yeah. Okay.
1: I need to butt in, but okay. When I asked him, I'm like, okay, so here's what we're gonna do. This is what I need from you. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give a spoiler, uh, something that's future. We are doing another Rammstein cover. Okay with death pigeon
0: another one with death pigeon okay
1: yes um this is gonna be in the future but we are doing uh sona and I asked him to okay can first off show me what you can do mm-hmm. and play a little bit of that
0: okay and when this came, <laughs> you did not start small okay you you a challenge no <laughs>
1: When oh god yeah I wear glasses I just don't like wearing them. That's okay um, me too. <laughs> when I got the little video that he sent to me on Google Drive, I was blown away. Like his skill, like when I I just asked him just just show me a little what you what you yeah. do yeah. Holy hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, holy what whatever.
0: I, holy I don't know everything yeah. the level
1: is on cursing. But...
0: I, I think we've already dropped the mother, Uh, you know, I, I, there's only one word that I'm going to say is totally off, uh, off limits. And it's the see you next Tuesday one. But other than that, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. down for whatever. So you know, I don't think that's what you were going to drop though. <laughs> Cause I've never no, heard holy. holy <laughs>
1: when I tell you mm-hmm. hold, like, holy fuck. I was blown yeah. away. I had to show everybody in my house, like this kid is phenomenal.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I only call you kid because you're a little younger than me.
0: But yeah, um, you were saying he's really thirty young. minutes. Thirty he's, minutes. He's, it's just thirty minutes. Everything is thirty minutes.
3: Yeah,
1: thirty minutes. Yeah, nine hundred and seventy thousand years old. <laughs> um, but so, so he
0: could just completely blew you away. He was shredding. Yeah.
1: Like absolutely shredding! I'm in. so
0: excited to think of how that's oh, going wow. to layer into what you do. Like,
1: yeah, like especially with Stated K. Stated K is going to have Brayden here um, featured in one of our songs for the first time, and I I'm be i fucking excited to hear how this plays out. How this is going to work. How yeah. his creativity and my creativity mesh. And mm-hmm.
2: Oh, you can't tell, but I'm shitting bricks right now.
0: <laughs> Why is that? Is it just, is it, is it, is it, is it pressure? Are you excited? Well, Did you well, eat Taco Bell before you got on? Like what was the, where are the bricks coming way. from? Yeah. <laughs> um, don't get, don't get any of it on the Evanescence stuff. I have the feeling that would be it for you in the band. You'd be done, done for.
2: No, mm-hmm. but I, uh, <laughs> well, like, like you said, this is like my first like real, like, first kind of major kind of thing in the project.
0: Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. You know, I, you know, we've talked a lot about like the logistics of the band and like the, 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 the stats and stuff on like what kind of like numbers we're getting on, on Spotify. And he's told me sure, a bit sure. about it and I was like, wow, that's, that's a lot, that's actually kind of pretty good. Yeah. And then
3: <laughs> when I was hearing you talk
2: about like how much you actually like really loved the songs I was just like, shit, now I got to like actually do really good. Like, you got to bring your game, boy. Yeah. Dude, I
0: <laughs> well, but the thing is, I I really, I get the sense between what Vile has said about your your talent and your skill, because they're not the same things, um, and the fact that I I also very much get the sense, and, and Vile and I, we talk a lot on Facebook, but this is the first time we've actually spoken spoken, but... I, I was very immediately aware that Viola is a person who knows exactly who they are and exactly what they want. And that might not always mean. <laughs> no, I mean, but 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 I you you I'm not saying you might necessarily be the most confident or the most. I don't even mean it like that. I just mean you. I don't think you would bring Braden into something like this if you didn't absolutely trust that he could do it and would do it justice and, and that, that he gets it, you know, and, yeah. and that, that's so, that's where yeah. I think you can you're put good. your bricks you're away. Good. Yeah. You can put your bricks away because, you know, <laughs> it's, um it's, you know, we're all musicians, right. And, and you, 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 you only work with people that you know you're going to connect with. And so exactly. I mean, that that's the whole thing, you know, and, and it's funny, every, every interview that I do that, theme of connection it always comes back that's the thing that holds everything together so I'm I am really I'm not nervous for you I'm excited for the two of you because I just you know because th- they're really I mean there isn't a lot going on I mean do you even have guitar on on either the Hunt or Requiem it's
1: the Hunt, Hunt yes, has a was, little bit
0: yeah, Okay, yeah, that was my
1: previous guitarist my friend Luke right um, okay he He's in other bands and stuff like that. And um, he did guitar and the drums for The Hunt. Requiem is all me. Right. All the right. Piano, the accompaniment. Right. The right. Outramal, right. Yeah, that's all me. <laughs> um, Mutter was, I did the vocals and the choir, and JD did the rest, and Neil. Right. Can't forget right. Him, but right. he did the rest. Um, so, State of Decay is going to be us, and I'm currently getting other people. It's nice to have friends on the interweb. Indeed. Uh,
0: <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, you're not yeah. limited to just what's going on in Colorado. So, absolutely. Okay. So, anything yeah. you can spill since it'll be out by the time this airs, or and only what you're comfortable with, obviously. I'm big on boundaries. So,
1: have you heard wow. of a band from France called? Tarwall, I cannot say the <gasps> Tar-wall?
0: name. Tarwall? <gasps> oh really? No
1: kidding. Oh wait, oh, this my is-, is to you as well. Oh
0: kidding. Braden's like what who? I didn't know I didn't know which band if it was gonna be patient four oh four or clank or whatever, but okay.
1: Tarwall, okay. Yeah, you're, um, you're going
0: with the big guns, okay, okay. Yeah, Alexandre. Okay.
1: Um we maybe, maybe let Braden to- know. <laughs> Yeah, we actually started working. um, Like right now, I have him doing a lot, (laughs) and luckily my um, my my instruments are equipped. So I have about seven projects going on right now. (sighs) Okay, (laughs) and this one that we're doing with uh, Tarwall—how do you say it? (laughs) Tarwall. Harwal?
0: Why do I keep that that's of- my that's my I might be getting it wrong too, but Tallwarl, yeah. I, you're making me think about it too much. Oh my god! I listened to them, wall. I think. T a l w a r l.
1: His voice is so unique. Yes. And I am absolutely in love with it. So yes. we started talking, and. There is a song that I have wanted to do for many, many years. And there is a reason why that hold on, let me get my finger right. Wait, no, no. That there is around. <laughs> I, I, I don't even try. I can't. <laughs> try. Um, because it actually is an Evanescence cover.
0: Oh and okay. Having now I'm trying to
1: my finish. voice, a lot of people can't do Evanescence right. Right. It is hard yes but this I, I, I'm, I'm in the middle
0: of i'm in the middle of trying to cover one of them right now for the band and i can absolutely agree with that we had to tune down and i'm still not sure i've got it yeah so hmm?
1: can i take a guess
0: i you probably will get it because oh, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah! <laughs> yeah i didn't pick right. it um and i don't usually uh share what we're gonna add beforehand but that's okay you're you're, you're saying enough and yeah i didn't pick that one frank did and i was like dude I cannot sing Amy Lee. What are you doing? He's like, I think you could do it. And let's be honest right now. I can't, but I'll try. It'll be fun. (laughs) So yeah. So you, on the other hand, um, I absolutely, I could completely see just blowing that out of the water. So I won't ask which Evanescence song, but okay. So you're actually going to get to do an homage to your
1: absolute. Okay. It is an old, it's before that album. Oh, okay. It's, a, it's an older song, and it's one to where it can be def. It can definitely be um, adjusted to male vocals. Okay. And so okay. you don't have to worry about this. <laughs> you don't have to worry about this. Um, but yeah, I have that coming. So it's going to be similar to how we did uh, "Motor" with Death Pigeon. It's going to be okay. "Narak" and Tau- Tawar. Towel. Towel. (laughs) No, it's not towel.
0: No, it's not towel. Towel. I can't touch my face. I
1: can't touch your face. I'll touch my face so
0: you can live vicariously through me. I'll just keep touching my face.
1: (laughs) Um, We have the super group project, um, which, when do you think that's gonna happen? By next week,
0: by the end of next week. Oh, that's soon, okay
1: let me go ahead and announce it okay so this is Narok, anger overdose death pigeon encircled throne and Jamsteak.
0: i know i'm so excited
1: we are doing a song that is so fitting for all of us six okay it's um power man 5000 when worlds collide
0: okay i I feel like I know the title when worlds collide, but I don't think I know the song. So talk me, talk me through that a little bit.
2: Oh my goodness. Well, we are kind of, <laughs> we are trying to figure out a song that kind of was a perfect blend of everything. And I suggested, why don't we do like, a, like a kind of like a new metal kind of song from like the late nineties, early 2000s. Cause that kind of includes a lot of the kind of the same stuff. And so we were kind of throwing around a bunch of ideas and somebody said, well, what if we did Paramount 5000 and I was like, I've never heard of it, but I'm down. You know, whatever. You know, let's do it.
0: <laughs> okay, good. Not just me.
2: But <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I started. Uh, I listened to it, and I was like, "Yeah, I can do this. I can, I can, I can do it." And so I, I, I got the guitar tracks in for it, but the the vocals will be done by the end of the week. I mean, uh, I'm just
0: thinking of those bands. Okay, between you, and Anger Overdose, and Encircle Throne, and Death Pigeon, and Jamstake. and I can kind of. Um, I can kind of figure out what kind of song it almost has to be um, for all of those bands to really shine on it. So um, I, that sounds like it's going to be absolutely kick-ass. So,
1: yes, especially when I was recording it, it is so vocally different for me. Okay. Yes, you might not even recognize that it's me. Um, really?
0: So does this have some of those dirty vocals that we were talking about earlier? Or do you I want to tried, not give away too they
1: much. they said no, that it wasn't dirty, that I'm – they were like we still hear that clean voice and i'm like i try damn it
0: so it was slightly <laughs> slightly wrinkled but not not dirty okay <laughs>
1: i would say the verse is very i was in a seductive kind of mind state when i was Ooh. recording and it's lower showed eight. a little
0: knee did you did you yeah okay
1: <laughs> yeah all my ankle <laughs> oh, <gasps>
0: for shame, for shame. The
1: ankle! Oh
0: my goodness. Um, You should paint the ankle too, just if you're going to do that. 30 minutes. It's just 30 minutes. Just paint the ankle, you know, attach some hair to it. You'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, okay. So so
0: a little, a vocal departure for you. Okay. So we've got, we've got Into the Abyss, you're building your concept album. You've got your Zealots super project, you know, super group project going. You've got another Death Pigeon, Rammstein cover. You've got, oh my gosh, I'm tired just listing these things. <laughs> How you're even keeping track of all of it. And I have been saving this announcement
1: Is this an exclusive?
0: Oh my goodness. Okay. Yes, it is.
1: Okay. Do you want to say it or you want me? Here's
0: Do you even know what it is, Brayden? You've been as surprised <laughs> by half of this as no. I have tonight. So.
2: I know about this one. So, um, he uh, oh. asked me one day Hey, do you like corn? And I was like, yeah, it's my favorite vegetable He goes, no, the band and I was like,
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 and- Okay, there we go Ah, <laughs> uh, youth <laughs> My favorite vegetable <laughs> I, re- I
2: recently acquired a 7-string a, a guitar And I've been wanting to do something with that Ooh, And so He okay. uh, suggested, why don't we do Here to Stay And I listened to that and I was like oh yeah let's do that and so mm-hmm. within like the next i want to say about two months i'll ha- at least have the, the guitars and whatever yes. the dirty vocal tracks we need on it so oh,
0: man <laughs> really I mean,
1: everyone everyone, i've noticed i mean yeah we've already done a collab cover with death pigeon and now one upcoming with towel tar <laughs> <laughs> jesus
0: you think you could figure it out by now you've been working with the band
2: the France band with the T yes
1: and Star
3: yes.
1: yes that is a mouthful um <laughs> I'm not gonna go there um, anywho <laughs> let's,
0: let's let's live between the two of us that could go very bad very quickly and Braden will cry and then you'll have to find a new guitarist and that would be bad so okay so so you've got that coming out <laughs>
1: so I'm sure you know of uh, the next anger overdose song I do um, and it I seems do. like a lot of our indie family is coming out with their own just individual covers. Mm-hmm. We have not done that yet, so we're mm-hmm. wanting to jump on the ball as well and do a specific Mayrock cover. And yes, it's corns here to stay. Um, because I'm not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. I like it. I like yeah. it.
0: Really? Exactly. So, Corn, so you vocally, Corn, how, yes. I mean, besides the title, how did you come to that? Because that's also going to be a departure for you.
1: Um, well, one thing that I love about Braden is that he can do dirty vocals. And one thing that I'm like really wanting to implement into um, our music is this kind of like contrasting beauty and beast kind of vocals. Absolutely. And that is where it's really going to shine. Abruptum's going to have it. State of decay is going to have it. But here to stay is going to be very interesting yeah. uh, because that's where I get to display some of my vocal gymnastics. That is oh, yeah. going to be very interesting. While oh, he yeah. is screaming his little head off, I'm doing <laughs> like this operatic falsetto. Shit. I was
0: just going to say it's almost like opera. Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: Yes. And it is different from the song. Do I sound like Jonathan Davis? Hell no,
0: but that's not I the point. Like, hey, yeah, exactly. no, that's not the point. Yeah, that's I not the Yeah.
1: Got to stop touching this. Um, You
0: can touch anything you want below the camera line, but just don't don't touch this. Think of MC Hammer. Now we're going to, you know, can't touch this. I suggested
2: on the way up here that he draw a center line on his face and like completely remove just one side of it.
0: I like it. The the, the dichotomy of of being vile. Yes, I like it.
1: As I said before, next time there is going to be a mask, a blind mask, just like, here up.
0: Or we could just get you one of those space collars like they put on the puppies when they have a surgery oh so God. that you can't keep touching your face. We could do that. It would fit with the whole alien thing, you know, Would just make it black instead of clear and then you'll be you'll be fine.
2: It's the cone of shame. <laughs>
0: we'll put you in the cone of shame. That's it. I, I, I'm I here for it. I would, I would. Done. That to That's the whole merch opportunity. That is a complete, you just brand it the Neuroc sh- Cone of Shame.
1: Do you know where that came from? The whole alien get up thing?
0: No, I asked you like three times, but you wouldn't tell me. Now you're ready. You needed time to process. You needed I time to I played
1: overdose like months ago. Like he commented something on one of my posts that was like uh, like an alien thing. And then it happened again. And I'm like, well, crap, I'm going to be known as the alien guy. <laughs> Now and I'm be an star intergalactic Galactic. star witch or something. So
0: <laughs> that, that has to have been an Elton John song. I'm at some right. point intergalactic star witch. There's no way it's not. But uh, okay, so you, Anger Overdose turned you into an alien. Is that what you're telling me? Well,
1: it started with Anger Overdose, then it went to Agbat, then it went to Death Pigeon. And that's when I'm like, okay, yeah. Okay. Everything this is alien. maybe like
0: one of those CAPTCHA things where like you keep failing it and that's how you find out you're a robot. I guess that's how you found out you were an alien is just people kept telling you that you were. That's yeah. it.
1: <laughs> I look like an alien version of KISS right now. Is <laughs> <laughs> Argonne No. <laughs> <laughs> my hair is all in my face and my face is itchy. Oh
0: no, you're in the middle of a sensory nightmare right now. Oh my goodness. Oh. So so okay. So we we've got <laughs> if I can remotely begin to frame up any of this. So you you've got the album in the works coming out sometime next year into the abyss. You've got um you've got a bunch of singles that are gonna be released very soon. You've got the supergroup stuff. Yeah. Um, man, so so. talk to me about the, I mean, you know, Requiem, it sounds like it was very specific, but the process for you of going from, you know, when you first have the idea for a song, are you somebody that writes lyrics first, somebody that does music first, does it depend on the song? And how does that go from germ of an idea to this is done and dusted and ready to be released or put on the album or whatever?
1: Oh, um it's become a mixture of both in the past it would start off with lyrics that would okay. randomly pop up in my head it okay. could be strangely enough a song title really uh, yes yeah, state of decay started off as a song title and then, title. Uh, may, uh, bleh, uh, bleh, bleh. um a melody popped up in my head and i'm like oh hell i'm running with this okay and yeah, and I was already mad at people, like big religion taking advantage of other people. Um, so you had and- something to
0: focus it on, okay? Exactly. So
1: when you are
0: <laughs> writing a song, you know, you said initially it used to start with the lyrics.
1: Yes, um, it and some, was still- and then "State of
0: Decay" started as a title. You said.
1: Yeah, um, State of Decay started off as a title, and then I had a catchy-ass melody that was stuck in my head for the longest time, and then I just put words to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it just starts off with a melody. It's really whatever I get a gut feeling about. Mm, I forgot to take these off. They're going to give me a headache. Um, And if it comes together, I have about 26 different projects that are stuck on my computer that some will actually turn into something, something won't. Okay. Um, for a good example, the hunt. I wrote that last year. That okay. is the newest song I've written in my repertoire. And it's kind of different. <laughs> that was yeah. actually a very, that was a very different kind of creative process for me because it was one that me and my guitarist were writing at the same time. Like, he would put this in. I would put oh, that in. Okay. So lyrically, that song is different for me, which is why the chorus is so repetitive. And I do believe, are we re-releasing re- 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 that?
2: I believe you said we were. Re- okay.
1: Yeah, we are going to be re-releasing The Hunt. So oh,
0: okay. Very
1: cool. I did. I like after listening to it a million times, I'm like, oh, I could do that better. I could do that better. Be- oh, so
0: you're 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 actually not quite back to the drawing board, but you're 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 rebuilding it a bit.
1: Well, that song was actually just to test the waters. I didn't know that it would actually kind of oh, start. The ground running. Yeah. 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 I'm not aware of that. And I honestly didn't expect Requiem to be as big as it is. Um, hmm. the- <laughs> Requiem is the biggest song that we've come out with. Um, off of streaming services alone, um, off of iTunes and Amazon Music, we are pulling in several thousand streams a month.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. And well-deserved though. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. The only thing I think that's surprising about it is because listenership is so fickle, right? And you just never know what's going to appeal to somebody and what people are going to find. So, but, but once people find it, the fact that they love it does not surprise me in the slightest bit, like even a
1: little. When it first came out and it started gaining a little bit of traction, um, Mm -hmm. Death Pigeon were the ones that really took a hold of that song. And that's when it started spreading around our little metal indie community.
3: Mm -hmm. And to
1: find out a lot of our indie friends are, they really like that song and i'm like but it's depressing <laughs> <laughs> it is so well, depressing but
0: I, I mean but but the, but it makes sense to me though because i think sadness and anger are a little bit of a they're cousins at the very least right so i mean you know in a lot of metal there's i wouldn't necessarily say it's angry i would say it's cathartic right but i mean yeah. that that it makes sense to me plus i mean there are just some things that people are going to like regardless of genre just because they're really good. So you, you'll give yourself a little more credit on that too, that, you know, it's, it's not just depressing. Um, you know, it's touching. I think there's a difference, you know, you don't walk out of there just
3: like, Oh my
0: God, you know, because it does have that, you know, trajectory for lack of a better word. It's not just a static, okay, everything sucks. And now the song is over, yeah. go home. You know, <laughs> so okay, yeah, so no, yeah, it's doing really well, though. Requiem, really well,
1: really, really, yes. Well. And uh, Mutzer, I fully expected for it to do well with um, the kind of listening power that we have, but not compared to Death Pigeon. Um, we have been on it's between Mutzer and Requiem, it was on the top 25 fan voted. For uh, five, six weeks in a row. I was going to say six
0: weeks or so. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It is still surreal to me. I don't think it's kicked in yet that my little project ain't so little anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's, oh God. Did you ever watch that stream on the fourth watch where he listened to Requiem for the first time? I have to show you that. I'll just leave. The look on his face... When he first heard Requiem, because it has a long intro, which I think is gonna be um synonymous with Narok. Um and then when the vocals came in and his jaw just dropped Wrong. in the comments, and it was just this speechless kind of thing afterwards, and I'm just like, I don't know how to take this. <laughs> This is a very personal thing that people are liking. Yeah,
0: I like yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah so. Absolutely. Well, but I think I, I I wanted to kind of you know get into a little bit because you know I spend a lot of time on my lives and and you know in life in general talking about mental health and um, you know just. Uh, that, that I think is, is an underpinning to a lot of the musicians that we've all befriended in the community. Everybody, you know, everybody suffers, everybody struggles, everybody has trauma, whether it looks like somebody else's or not, it doesn't really matter. And, you know, I always say that, you know, grief is, is kind of like a liquid in that it'll fill whatever container you put it in, right? So whether it's big or it's small, it's full, right? And you're carrying that around all the time. And so, I mean, you know, to do what you're doing, I mean, music is so personal anyway right? You know, you put yourself out there, you're writing yourself into the songs and you're, you know, you're putting your, your voice out there and your, your, your instrumentation out there. So just inherently it's, it's a personal act, but how have you managed to, um, you know, sort of navigate people peering into your life like that, you know, when you are being so raw and you are sharing things that are so personal and so intense and, has it been cathartic? Has it been helpful? Has it been regressive in any way? Is it just sort of you're along for the ride? Like, how how are you know how are you experiencing all of that? Because
1: it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It, um, that's actually been a very good question. Hi, buddy. Sorry, my cats have invaded. Oh,
0: um, well, they're aliens too, so that's okay.
1: <laughs> right. And um, every time I would hear. Requiem or The Hunt, although I can't really relate to The Hunt, although I can now because the the meaning to me has changed.
2: Mm. But
1: listening to The Requiem, listening to Requiem on the radio. Mm -hmm. um, I've been writing music to put out there for other people that are going through similar um, experiences. Mm-hmm. um, that struggle with PTSD, like I have, um, pretty much daily. It's a message to those out there that they're not alone.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And mm-hmm. this is something that you can relate to. And Requiem has a very specific meaning towards like the only chorus in the song. Um, but I still won't let you win. You've right. done all this to me, but you're not going to win. Right.
0: Right, and I'm still here and you're not gonna win. And I'm, yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly, and well, there goes half my face paint. Um, <laughs> and um, especially the ending, you, know, you no longer have power over me. Right. So to get that specific message, because if you hear a lot of other music out there that is kind of in the same boat of trying to get people to relate or any kind of relatable music, mm. it doesn't seem to have a resolution. It doesn't mm. seem, it's just, it's depressing through and through, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have that, so what? I'm still here, you're no mm. longer in my life. Mm. And you so, I hold. mean, yeah, well,
0: you're, you're then, you're at a different place in that journey then. Right. So because there are people who unfortunately can relate to there not being a resolution to there not being, you know, a happy ending um, or 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 some sort of closure. And so, I mean, to me, what what you're offering is, is not only relatability, but hope, you know, and, and that I think, especially with PTSD, where it's so hard to see the forest for the trees, you know, and it's so easy to, you know, what, you basically have an anchor all day that's kind of dragging you back into things that you're trying to crawl away from, right? And so for you to be able to say, you know, no, you don't have power over me anymore. And yes, I am still here. No, you're not going to win. Even for people who maybe aren't at a place in their life where they can relate to that because it hasn't happened to them yet, you are offering light at the end of the tunnel. You know, that, that look, look at what the fuck I got through look at what I have defeated. And I mean, does that mean that you don't still struggle with things? Of course you do, you know, but you are here. You do have a life. You do have love and you do have music and you have passion and you have all these and cats, you know, and face paint and hair stuck to your face and whatever. (laughs) You have all these great things. And you know, and so maybe everybody else will too. And I I just I think that's crucial. I just I think, you know, because so many people find solace in music, you know, and so thank you for sharing what you what you shared and then also being able to share that there is hope that can come at the end of that or even in the middle of it right i mean that's tremendous to me i think i think you're right people do need to hear that they really do thank you for coming to my ted talk (laughs) no but i mean like i really i just i i i I, um and i usually try not to talk more than i listen with these interviews but i i get really passionate about it because i mean I, i experienced requiem the first time as where I wasn't really even, I was just kind of letting the lyrics wash over me, as I said, you know. And then when I really started listening to what you were saying, it was like, oh, you know, okay, okay. And, and, you know, without even knowing specifics, you know, one could take a guess, you know, but you can also kind of Rorschach your own stuff onto it and make that work, you know, because everybody. I think does go through that in life that just that feeling it on in micro and macro ways of just feeling under someone else's thumb and just having a choice of like, do I let this win or don't I? you know, and and I mean, Braden for you, like, you know, I know you said you had different life experiences, but I mean, you know, that's got to feel good to be part of something that is reaching out to people who do have issues, you know, around mental health and trauma and things like that. And I mean, it's, it's, I'm assuming that you would never go back and put guitar into Requiem, because I I think you don't, you don't mess with that. I think the cradle is full at that point, you know, it has enough going on. But I mean, like, you know, are some of the I'm assuming I know that the beginning of the of into the abyss must because you said it's talking about childhood and whatever. But you know, I'm, I'm guessing a lot of the album is going to be dealing with similar content of a sort, or at least similar kind of themes. Is is that accurate?
1: Yes. Um, the very first song, Abruptum, it's OK. This is what I'm loving about this. It's going to have um, an intro into it to where it's just like a little bit of piano, a little bit of electronica, but it's soft and it's kind of like, OK. Okay. okay, and then abrupt him slams in your face. Um, okay. It is aptly
0: titled, yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it slams in your face. It is pure anger um, from like a, a childhood. Do what? It's like a Mike Tyson up again.
0: <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's just wake it's, up everybody. Okay, so uh, anger and
1: yeah, pain. if you think of it through the perspective of a child's psyche of their understanding of the universe. Mm. Why is this happening? Mm. And then it just kind of evolves from there to um, an abysm arent, oh crap, there's another song. Um, and then <laughs> it goes into, it, it builds up and then it ends with Requiem saying, okay. Nope, despite all that, yeah.
0: Here we are. But yeah.
1: there is a little outro after Requiem that kind of goes back into the intro to basically remind you that, yes, I have survived this. I have gotten through it, Mm. but I'm not cured.
3: Mm -hmm. And it is a
1: struggle, a daily Mm. struggle. Mm -hmm. So it is is definitely an evolving album. Will we always stick with um, trauma? I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, I have a lot of inspiration. I'm Braden has a lot of inspiration in other avenues that I'd like to try.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the, the key differences is you guys are both uh, big Evanescence fans. You've been talking a lot about the "Call Me When You're Sober" song. I'm a huge Seether fan. I'm a huge Sean Moore <gasps> fan. Oh, so no. <laughs> <off>. no! <laughs> oh
0: no! Oh no! well Raiden, it was nice to meet yeah. you um i'm sure you enjoyed your your several months with the band and um we, we please leave the seat cushion with you on your way out um but yeah okay so, so we, 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 we have the other side of the story coming in here okay well, okay no. i have the feeling this is going to be talked about after this interview <laughs>
1: so. i've heard it before yeah i okay. gave it a <laughs> bit before
0: Okay, but now Seether, I mean, yeah, that's, you got a lot, there's, you know, I don't want to say too much because I don't want Vile to get mad at me. But yeah, I mean, you know, (laughs) you got some good music coming out there. Okay, so you're a Seether fan and you were going with somewhere with that, presumably.
2: (laughs) I knew it was, but I can't remember for the life of me where I was going to go. Oh okay.
0: <laughs> we were taught. we were talking about you having inspiration from other avenues and Vile is looking to explore that and you were saying, you know, we're both big Evanescence fans, talking about Call Me When You're Sober and but you're a Seether fan and that's as much of your brain as I had um access to at the time. <laughs> so you're on your own well, here.
2: I um Well, I got well, the main point of that was more or less like, you know, there is a uh, big contrast but you know with in terms of like what you were saying in terms of like people finding music that 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 more or less they kind of need at the time you know to get mm. that, whatever they were going through see there was a the the biggest band for me you know going through stuff and it was oh okay listening to pretty much listening to karma Infect on repeat throughout the entire day while i was at school just to kind of deal with my issues and deal with my problems and, and gotcha. you, know, you know like i said you know nothing I, you know, I haven't had, you know, too much horrible experiences, but, you know, I, I definitely had, you know, in a bit of depression and a bit of shit, you know, I, I, you know, life wasn't ever peaches and cream for me, but, you know, it definitely wasn't hard, you know, but, you know, kind of take, you know, I, I don't know, I try to be kind of as, as good of a listener and kind of as good of, of kind of an interpreter as I can, you know, you
3: know,
2: add my experiences as well as kind of you know bounce off kind of what 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 everything is going on here and everything and I uh, yeah yeah I'm just excited. I'm, I'm just
0: I'm- I am too no because it's it, 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 that's, that's great too because you guys have it seems like the things that you share are going to strengthen what's already there and then the the ways in which you're different both musically and just experientially in life that's going to bring a whole other dimension to Narok's music and the messaging and all of that. And, and I mean, I'm even wondering if some music is going to come just out of that, you know, about, you know, cause it's, it's gotta be really different to go from being just a, sort of a, a one person show to now you've got another person with their own ideas. And it doesn't sound vile. Like you're just saying, okay, Brayden, come in and, you know, do this, 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 and this, and then go off. It's like, okay, here's what I have. What can you bring? You know, I mean, are you guys working on writing anything together? Or is it still sort of like what comes out of the mind of Vile? And then, you know, it's, it's got the, the Brayden seasoning to it is, uh, you know, anything that's truly, truly collaborative, like from the very beginning yet, or not yet?
2: There hasn't been a big, big thing yet of, Collaboratory stuff with like us, like sitting down and writing together. You know, mm-hmm. the most part it's been me trying to trying to catch up to what what what, yeah, what sure. been doing for the past. It's still week. really
0: new, yeah, yeah.
2: But, you know, um, it's coming. More stuff. You know, that I got. Um, I'm getting some better gear, and I'm getting some better stuff, and so I'm able to 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 be able to. Uh, cause we're in an apartment right now and I'm used to, I, I live in a house and so I'm used to kind of turn it up loud and kind oh,
0: of, Oh yeah. You don't have to worry about angry neighbors. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, okay. but, and then so, but you know, it's, it, it it's, it's, it's we're getting to a point now where our schedules are, are getting more fleshed out until we're able to kind of meet more in person and be able to, to, to write stuff together. Cause that's pretty much all I've ever done is write with other people. Sure. And, and, okay. and when it comes to actually like writing stuff, like, I can churn out a few ideas, but I get like writer's block, like almost immediately after I start. And I've been, I've been trying to work on it Been trying to do some different kind of exercises on trying to kind of build my ability to write more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I kind of like what Val was saying, you know, I'm, I'm also very nitpicky on what I do and, you know, um, I'm a big old perfectionist, you know, I'm a, I'm a picky <laughs> son of a bitch. And I, I like, I like, what, <laughs> I like what I put out to be pretty, Pretty, pretty perfect, and you know I'm. Yeah. You know, but. Um,
0: I think you're with the right person musically too, um, because I, I think Vile is definitely, you know, is is not going to just be content to throw something that's completely sloppy out into the world. I, I don't see that happening. So. No. That I mean, it, it is, it's it's real. That's that is really exciting. You know, I mean, there's and there's so much you guys probably can't even conceive of what could come next because it is still so new and you are still kind of going through things that were already in the works, you know, and who knows what you're going to be creating the two of you, you know, for next steps. I mean, that's remarkable. And I imagine too vile that, you know, now that you know, that you have this, you know, secret weapon on guitar, that's going to blow up what you're able to, to put in,
1: you know, beyond just, uh, yeah. Absolutely beyond, It's, you know, I've, he came in with all this going on (laughs) (laughs) and it's, I mean, we've got state of decay that we're working on. We're going to start working on here to stay our, our cover and then the super band coming on. And then, so there's already three songs there. And then I fully intend on soon. We are going to get together and write something fresh. Amazing. That's going to
0: be very cool. Very cool to see how your two worlds marry. Like that. I think that's just going to be, that is really, it is, we keep using the word, but it is really exciting, you know? And I mean, you're open, which is great because, you know, it's sometimes people are used to, you know, doing things on their own, which you kind of, you know, you are, but it sounds like, Raiden, you've had more of like a, a collaborative history. So, even just yeah. putting that together that's going to be that's going to be very cool but it sounds like you inspire each other already so i think you're in really good shape but i i, I just, hope so <laughs> yeah oh, I, it's, it's <laughs> well and me. if not then you'll find <laughs> then you'll find out <laughs> if well, you do in fact end up with a their amy lee kind
3: of situation on your
2: <laughs> 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 I uh, you know i what i've noticed is that you know in the past 2 months that we've been talking through text on the phone call or in person you know when 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 the two of us get together it's it's usually pretty much all smiles and it's usually all like progressive forward kind of thinking you know we don't ever really think about or talk about like what 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 kind of stuff kind of we don't talk too much about like past kind of stuff i mean yeah there's definitely some past talking there you know like with experience and stuff you know like mm-hmm. what like, relation to the music and whatnot and everything but in terms of like just like in general like we get along really well and i've you know i've you know, I I try to be as open minded as possible about everything, and you know, it's, it's 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 you know, this is a new experience for me. You know, I'm not, you know, a lot of the other people that I play with or been around in my life, you know, are not like Jesse, so it are not like vile. So it's it's
3: yeah, it,
2: it's interesting, it's cool. I like I like doing new shit and kind of being in kind of a different environment and kind of seeing what I can do about kind mm-hmm. of the it, kind
3: of,
2: mm-hmm. kind of a sick game I have in my head. Like, what? How well can I adapt to this? You know, or how how <laughs> perfect can I make this? You know, I'm 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 always trying to challenge myself to be be better in 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 all the ways, and in, yeah, you know, see, it definitely helps with that. You know, yeah,
0: no, I I get that sense from you. I mean, even the way that you got into guitar, you know, and then you're who are you trying to emulate? You know, you're not sitting there learning bar chords. You're going straight for Joe Satriani. And like, you know, I mean, that's already setting the bar pretty high. And I mean, I think I have the feeling because it sounds like Vile has more confidence in you than you do right now, that you're going to learn a lot about what you're capable of by working with them. That that's the sense that I get, you know, and I, and I also think that that may give you a lot of freedom, Vile too, because you've got a whole other voice that you can use now, literally and figuratively, you know, to, to yeah. enhance what you've already been doing. And I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, in my head, I keep hearing Narok as I know it, with this guitar and I'm like oh my god I need <laughs> I need to hear this soon so I'm very glad state <laughs> of decay is coming out soon because I I got to know I got to know in my ears what that sounds like cuz it sounds great in my head so um I just I I think while we're talking about songs um we did want to play requiem for everybody um was there anything else that you wanted to mention about it specifically I mean we've talked about it a lot obviously but was there anything else in particular before we play it that you wanted to mention.
1: I think we covered everything about the song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think there was any juice left in in the in the fruit there, but we'll, <laughs> I just wanted I to make totally know. sure. So let's uh, let's roll this absolutely gorgeous song by Narak Records.
4: Across my flesh, you will not mend. For you, a hope for you. When I was young, I lied awake. Haunting screams, my mom would make. Silent thoughts within my head. Begging the Lord to strike me dead. Ever see you, no more will I ever hate you. I know that I will outlive you, and for that I'll never
3: fear.
0: Okay. Um, oh, Jesus. I looked up and you're like drinking from a coffee pot. It's <laughs> that? like, that's the biggest mug I've ever seen. Are like, you <laughs> What the fuck? So, like, let's get like somebody's ashes in there. What is going on? Oh, my I'm God. This is big as my face. <laughs> it is. I seriously, like, holy shit. I went on
1: the search for like the biggest cup you that found I, I it. Could.
0: <laughs> you found. it. found it. And I Mission saw this
1: conflict. on I saw this on Amazon. I'm like, how much bigger can it get? That's as big as it gets? Okay.
0: Really, you basically just need to glue a handle to like a barrel at this point. If you want to get bigger, you know, just come out, just have a keg with a handle oh on it or something. Yes. Okay. So all right. So we're gonna come back in here. So I wanted to ask two more things before we wrap up. So I know. Raiden, most guitarists are massive gearheads. Are you a collector? How many guitars do you have? How much gear? What are what are you working with? Cuz I know you're working on getting some new stuff, but what do you already have? Not enough. No, I'm just I, uh, <laughs> it's never enough, right?
2: I think um, last time I counted I had I can't remember if it was 21 or 22 like guitars in my house and that That's includes basses right. and uh, a little tiny princess ukulele which is adorable mm-hmm. fucking around on. that's
0: gonna have to show up on one of your songs now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mix that into state of decay if you can if it's not too late
2: <laughs> that's, that's the only thing i'll be playing i'll be like fucking just what like, a ukulele <laughs> but i
0: okay uh, vile's learning new things about you too okay so that's a lot of guitars dude yeah. that's a lot so, of guitars
2: tiny mini amp
0: oh how cute it's is adorable. that
2: Adorable. I love that
0: your amp is tiny and Vile's mug is humongous. <laughs> mug is I think my... his mug's bigger than me. Really? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's, like a Marshall, it's a Marshall mug. <laughs> Get a Marshall stack mug. <laughs> I, I like tea. Okay you definitely do. Oh. You have all the tea. <laughs> it's it all the tea in China and everywhere else whatever that expression is. Holy crap. Okay, really? yes, we had to bring out we had to bring out the mug that is bigger than brains head. Um what <laughs> I want to ask you to one more thing is that the the artwork um you know, especially for Requiem and everything is so gorgeous. Who does that? Is that also you or is there somebody you work with or me? <laughs> it's you. It's beautiful. So it, you're doing you're doing that on on computer or by hand or what, how how did you do it? Oh do honey, it on his face.
1: I wish I could do it by hand. Do it on my face. I'll
2: take you thirty minutes. Boy, for real.
0: Thirty minutes. <laughs> it only takes um, thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> So, so that's you,
3: okay? Okay.
1: Yeah, like I just mess around with a little program that I found, and you know, just yeah, it comes together and things. It's I wish so I
0: lovely. I no, but it's but it's, a, I don't know that that. Not that it doesn't matter anymore, but it certainly doesn't make it less artistic. It's just, just a different medium, right? But I mean, it just yeah. it's um, it's so beautiful and really evocative, you know, and it's perfect for what you're doing. That's why I'm telling you, I got to get a shirt. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I'm saving up my pennies. <laughs> There's so many bands. I have lists of like names, whatever, but I gotta get something from you because as I said, I'm such a huge fan, but, um, but I, 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 I thought it was you, but I wasn't hundred percent sure on the artwork. So I'm very impressed. A, 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 an alien, I was gonna say human, but an alien of many talents you are. Um, and uh, yeah, really make sure when you guys are listening, uh, make sure to check out the artwork too. So, Okay. Before we go, um, we have a little segment that we call In the Vox Seat. Okay. I have five questions for you. I would love to get answers from both of you on this. You're probably gonna hate at least one of them. Everybody seems to, okay. (laughs) And the first one, I'm really interested to ask you guys this question specifically and to hear your separate answers um, because I think it's gonna be interesting.
2: You're gonna go
0: first. Sum up your music in five words or less.
1: Schizophrenic.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: more. More.
0: That's two. Okay. So we're just pulling out the DSM then. And that's how we're going to describe this music. We're just yes. <laughs> okay. If someone took your DSM away from you, how, how would you describe your music?
1: Unexpected. Mm. Definitely with what's coming up because we have not showcased ourselves yet. Yeah. Okay. That was more than five words. I'm so sorry.
0: No, no, you started with unexpected and I thought you were just giving color to it, but okay. So we're going to go with bipolar schizophrenic and unexpected, which I think there's <laughs> there's definitely a theme there. Okay. So all right, Axman, do you have a an a, another five words that maybe we can use or are you going to you're going to just throw in with those? <laughs> you know, it's
2: it's going to be groovy. It's going to be good shit. It's going to be going to be uh what is Um captivating.
0: Ooh. Uh, Yeah. All right. Coming out with the SAT words here. All right. I like it. Okay, so groovy, good shit, captivating. You have an extra word if you want to use it. Loud. Loud. (laughs) Okay. Very
1: loud. (laughs) That can all be like mixed around and used as a sentence like groovy captivating shit. i couch. don't
0: know shit. i don't know that i well yeah I don't, I don't know if you want to use the word "shit" in describing your music so <laughs> i would maybe veer away from that a little bit keep the groovy and the captivating sure. and the good but uh, okay all right that was that was that was um that went about as well as i thought it would so w- what is for each of you your favorite thing about being a musician
2: you go first oh um <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, I know. That's why I'm making you go first. Oh God! What is my favorite thing?
1: Hearing <laughs> it on the radio, hearing people's commentary on the radio. <coughs> mm.
2: That
0: okay? So yeah. Oh, so it's the feedback. It's the it's, you know, hearing how your music lands with people. Is that that's the the main thing? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I totally get that. I totally get that. All right, you're up, Brayden. What's your uh, what's your your favorite thing? <laughs> Let the head swivel. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like welcome. a bobblehead.
2: I mean, the- <laughs> what I love most about being a musician is I remember my dad telling me this is the exact same thing. He says, My favorite thing about being a musician is going down, going to a country where none of them speaks Oops. any English. Go to a place oh. where nobody speaks a lick of English, but they all know your songs. They're all mm. seeing, not just singing it, but blowing out their lungs screaming it back at you. Damn, that's good. Like that <laughs> that that sense of like like just un un what is the unbridled un uh, uh, fuck it. The uh, <laughs> that sense of just pure just joy just
0: yeah 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 <laughs> absolutely and
2: you know uh, um it's you know i just you know i just, I, don't know. I, I, I just no, like you
0: know what I, you, here's here's what here's what you're gonna need to do for me vile okay you have to teach this young man how um thoughtful and skilled he is no shut up be nice <laughs> mean ass you mean it hit him in the head with his own mug? He won't get up for a week. No, but I mean, <laughs> no, because I I I love this because you guys you guys are, you balance each other very well in all these different ways. But you you're a very thoughtful guy, Raiden, and you 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 can own that. So I I love that. And it sounds like in a in a way, I mean, even though you came at it from different angles, what you love about being a musician is kind of the same thing. You know, it's that connection with the people who are hearing the music, and that it kind of transcends everything else, whether you're, you know, the same age or the same race or the same sex or gender or sexual orientation or whatever the hell your life experiences were or whatever that the music is gonna tie you together for a while. So I I I applaud that. I, that's one of my favorite things about being a musician too. But now the flip side least favorite thing about being a musician besides the face makeup and the hair being <laughs> so to, your, to your face.
2: Um You went first last time, so I'll go first this time. Thank you. It's going to take me a minute. (laughs) I don't have anything that I don't like about being a musician. I think the only thing that that really is the biggest kind of nitpicky thing is that it kind of takes kind of a big, it, it, you know, it takes kind of a lot to make it grow into something that's, you know, something that's going to earn you money or something that's Mm. a high repertoire. But Mm -hmm. I think, um, the journey up to that point, the journey after that point, you know, everything about me being a musician, I really, really love, you know, I've, I've heard, I've heard thousands of of big name musicians tell people, you know, you really think you want to go play live? You want to deal with that shit? You want to deal with the problems? I go, I want to deal with all of it. I want to yeah. deal with all of it. <laughs> I'm like, like, yes, I, I do, sign me it. up.
3: Yeah, right? yeah, and
2: yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, I've never, ever thought about doing anything else with my life, mm. you know I wanted to do something all along the lines of music, you know, be, even before I could play guitar, you know, I wanted to be, at least be a singer or something, you know, do something because yeah. I, I just never really saw myself doing a nine to five or I never really, really saw myself. Like <laughs> a normal career. Like I, I can
0: relate did. to that completely. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. You know, I understand it, that.
2: And It just—it wasn't ever a sense of like, like self-righteousness or anything like, you know, I deserve it. You know, it's, 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 it's always been a sense of like, I'm just not very good at anything else. You know, I, I, <laughs> I wasn't a great student in school, you know. I mean, I I was definitely smart and capable enough to do it. I just had zero drive or zero motivation to do any sure. shit and sure. to yeah. kind of do that kind of bullshit. But I uh you know, like I said, you know, I dropped a lot of stuff so I could play guitar and and, and you know, this is this is my entire life. You know, this is my, yeah. my dream, my passion, my my everything. You know, everything I've ever I've never devoted myself so hard to something before, you know. Simple. Yeah. So I don't have anything I don't like about being a
0: musician. No, that's good. And I mean, just to 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 frame things a little differently for you, I don't think it's at all true that you weren't good at anything else. I think nothing else spoke to you like this. I think yeah. there's a difference, okay? Because you know, don't 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 downgrade yourself like that. You know, it not only I mean, it's going to be from what I've heard um, from Vile, it's going to be hard for you to find things that you're as good at as you are with guitar doesn't mean you're not good at other things. It's just this is the thing that lights your brain up. And why the hell would you not chase that as far as you possibly can? So good for you, dude. All right. Well, you got to hear him go first. So now you can't complain that he came up with a better answer than you <laughs> or anything like that. You got to just, you gotta throw your lot in now. You're stuck.
1: Let me put my diva into it. Um, I'm actually going to piggyback off of what he said. There's really not much that I don't like about it um, making music, the, the whole process of it, it's, it's surreal. It's Mm -hmm. this, you take this little idea and it just grows into this, something that you just can't really wrap your head around it anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. just absolutely beautiful. And you want to share it with everyone. Now, one thing that I, I is mm, hard with managing a band is management.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, just going over the logistics of how to run and manage a band and, a you know, with our manager itself and just being exposed to all these different avenues and trying to stay up to date on social media. Um, Cause I'm not She's very a big. full time
0: job people. in itself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. My
1: yeah. God. yeah.
0: 100%. It a, it,
1: yeah. It is a full-time job and it's hard to maintain that as a full-time job. But as a musician there's nothing bad about it. This is It's
0: just the business side more than anything else. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. It's, it's definitely yeah. the business side, but when you find another person like Brayden that you can meld well ugh, kind
3: of mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah like our creativity can met it meshes very well together it is yeah. oh it's fascinating and i love it and i'm so happy
0: <laughs> it makes me so happy that you're so happy my little alien but <laughs> okay here's the question then that you might actually hate or not if you could only choose one album to listen to for the rest of your life and oh, people God. say, well, mine or not mine, or what, doesn't matter. Whatever that album is, but you only get one. Okay,
1: what would it be? Do you, you want to <laughs> guess each other's first?
0: Ooh, I like that idea. Okay, I like that idea. I like the guessing.
2: <laughs> I think I broke
0: Brain's brain again. Oh, no. <laughs>
2: uh brain.exe has stopped working
0: uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> answer
0: not found yeah that's it <laughs> even if you can't pick one is there one that pops into your head i won't wedge you to it but is there anything where you just went mm, maybe this one
2: i can't guess yours for the life of me i can't Guess what it is. I'm going to well, guess it might ball. be an
0: Evanescence album. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't known it for two months like you have, dude, but I'm going to at least be able to narrow it down to a band. <laughs> I have that going for me. <laughs> okay, so. But do, is it a Satriani? Is there is there, you know, are you going to go old school? Or are you going to go with uh, I'm
2: gonna you get know, one of your either, or are you- Um, It's that Gary Hoey album that I was talking about. Okay.
0: With all the different genres and Okay. okay.
2: Okay. Kind of a mix of different things. And plus, you know, the song, the, the there's some like straight ahead rock songs too. And, you know, I like something that I can kind of associate with like how I'm feeling at that certain point in time. So that makes a lot like, of sense. But Joe Satriani and Van Halen, well, yeah, that's cool. I would not be sleeping or eating or doing anything besides just fucking working or doing something. <laughs> right, 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 right. Wait, you know what? Shit, you know what? that'd be the most productive I'd ever be in my fucking life, so fucking <laughs> hey, why not?
0: <laughs> that's it. No, but I like that. So you're, you're choosing an album that gives you different feelings and things to connect to depending on where you are. I like that. Okay, that works for me. All right, Vile out with it. Which one is it?
1: Did you just try to hair
0: swing
3: at me? <laughs> no, like... He
0: did the he did the head. We're we're all gonna be doing that from now on. Now from every interview I do from now on, I'm gonna be like, so what's your least favorite thing about being a musician? So, and I'm going to do it from different (laughs) angles too, you know, and then you're going to see me in the cone of shame because I've sprained my neck (laughs) being fabulous. So, wow. (sighs) I really, I have to, I have to work up to that in my exercise routine. I have to put my fabulous head swivels in, in my rep count there. So I can warm, warm up for that next time. So, okay. All right, here we go. I'm waiting for it late on me.
2: Evanescence. Okay, well, album
0: (laughs) that
1: that one. Okay, to have to choose an album (laughs) that is difficult. I think the greatest
0: hits. You can pick.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I wish Evanescence greatest hits. How about that? They don't have that yet. They'll then put it together. Put it together. You would just
0: you would just make a master compilation of all the Evanescence albums and bring that on your desert island. That's what you would do.
1: I would have to say their newest album,
2: The Bitter Truth.
0: Really. Okay. Why that one and not one
2: of the older ones? Yeah, that was surprising. I thought you would have said an older one. Like
1: Fallen, I mean obviously every, most everyone's favorite is Fallen or The Open Door but the way they've grown over time, the way her vocals have grown, the maturity Mm. and all of that and how it just evolved into their newest album, The Bitter Truth. Oh, It's (laughs)
0: That's it. It's just that's that's you want them as they are now. Yeah.
1: It's there. It, there's you. so many messages, so many different like topics going into it politics, religion, and just you know, the very beautiful side. I don't know. I, it's
0: Amy Lee. Okay. Yeah, no, I hear it. Look, the fact that you were even able to remotely narrow it down to one, I'm very proud of you. I know that's like picking a favorite child or something. (laughs) You did very, very well. You did very well. All right. Last question. Okay. This is a very serious one here. I
1: don't
0: know toilet paper (laughs) Under, under or over. Everybody's got Well, apparently, I, I talked to somebody yesterday who does not have a preference, but almost everyone in the world has a right way. What is it for each of
2: you? Are you back to front or front to back?
0: No, no, know. not that. <laughs> Do you want the roll? <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're the second person to interpret it that way. I have to start rephrasing this question. When you put the toilet paper roll on the little thingy, does the toilet paper roll over? The top of the roll, or do you have to pull it out from underneath? We're not yeah. talking about wiping. If there's a question about what direction people are wiping in, we need to really revamp the education system in this country. <laughs> you're oh just talking call.
2: about how smart I sound too, and I fucking. Vi- it. You no, listen, listen to me.
0: You're you're a divergent thinker, Braden, and you came up with multiple. And I'll tell you right now, the the band I interviewed yesterday, Dion Powder Band, they had the same exact interpretation of that question. So it's not just you. <laughs> So don't worry about it. But okay, so does it go over on the roll or under on the roll, the not only, on your ass,
2: please? The only right way paper, Here We go toilet paper goes is over. Okay. And the other way is sacrilegious. It okay,
0: this is so either Amy Lee toilet paper situation vile, or are we in agreement?
1: I am in a different category because I don't even put my toilet paper on the roll. Oh, no. I leave no. it off. I just hand roll that thing. And your answer is so suggestive of the fact that do you even put toilet paper on? The yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Of course it, he does. He a has a preferred.
0: Word. Wait.
2: What so you... you're
0: you're one of these like what you what just you sit there? the roll I out and it right you grab. Oh no! I thought you were going to no. say as an alien you don't need toilet paper, but you confused me there at the end. You just leave it sitting out.
1: This is an acceptable. Paper, solution. It's universal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we all need a why. Where are you going, bro? bro. bro. <laughs>
0: He's done. Brayden's done. He's no. like, that's it. Creative differences. I'm out. <laughs> We're done.
3: <You're> fine, <laughs> you know what I'm you should,
0: Brayden? what you got to do next time is you got to put an entire roll of toilet paper in Vile's mug, and just wait for him to start sipping what? it. <laughs> It'll fit. Yeah. That, that, oh, you could fit a small <laughs> child in that mug. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. So listen, on that note, oh God, you guys have been so much fun to talk to. I knew this interview was going to be a blast. I did not know it was going to be quite this much of a blast, but <laughs> I am so proud of you for what you're making, what you're sharing, how vulnerable you are about your life and you know, and, and, and being honest about it. And then also just being able to give people hope and something to look forward to, even if they're still in a darker place. And I'm, unbelievably excited for State of Decay and for, you know, the, the super group and Into the Abyss when it comes out. And you've got to tell me when all these things come. You have to promise me, okay, I want some sort of special favors. They don't have to be sexual in nature. I will take music. I'm fine with it. Um, it. I think that would probably work better for both of us. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I really, I just, I love the music. I'm so glad, Braden and you're in the mix now. And I cannot wait to see what the two of you do going forward and all all the best of everything. Thank you so much for chatting with me tonight. Thank you for having,
2: having us. us. Janks you on your coat. Bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody, thank you for watching this episode of Vox and Guest. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>